Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodhart O. Equeme. Acts 10.38, the second companion text would be Romans 8.11. Acts 10.38, 1, 2, 3, go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil ah, for God was with him. Now, Romans 8, 11, KJV, and I'll read to you here in the Amplified Classic. One, two, three, go. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I, I want to teach you something. Um, when you read the Bible, um, don't just read it like literature. Connect your heart to what you're reading. All right? Don't just chant it. Yeah. Uh, and add faith to what you're reading. There's power in reading. And you see, it'll surprise you if you did this sincerely, faith will come each time you read the Bible. Uh, let me help you. Kenneth Hagin of Blessed Memory said, they taught. For many times you'll be in healing school teaching people and the particular person never came with the Bible. And for a long time, his healing delayed to come his way. Then he said to him, hey, next time you come to this class, pick your Bible up, right? And endeavor to open your Bible to read along when the scripture is mentioned. He did this within a short time he got healed. Was a point. There's just something about reading the word of life. So, so let's exercise what we've learned now. Uh, God so no, no. It's the word of life. Okay. Romans 8, 11. One more time. But if the spirit of him of Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. My God, it's happened already. Look at the Amplified Classic. But if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. For an assignment this morning, Holy Spirit, my helper, my healer. Holy Spirit, my helper, my healer. Our Father, thank you for blessing the gathering of the saints unto you this hour. Thank you for blessing the reading of your word. I beseech you again to bless the teaching and perhaps the preaching of your holy word. Take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven, on the lips of the tongues of clay of this seven of yours that today once more I will come to your people with a thus saith the Lord. Move every man, boy, girl in this room and the multitudes locked on across the nation where we are to the place called destiny. If there be any yokes here, by the virtue of the anointed over here, let yokes be destroyed, burdens lifted, let this be made whole. Let the fear will be emboldened with faith. When all is said and done, let the church be edified, devils terrified, and Jesus alone be glorified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. You may be still in God's wonderful presence, Holy Spirit, my helper and my healer. Beloved, today is not just another day. Today, I believe, is a certain day. Whenever God calls a thing a name, that thing is compelled to respond to it. The Lord said to Adam, as he brought Adam before all the creatures that was created, and said, you begin to name these creatures. And whatever names, the Bible says, Adam called them the names they were. I believe it's not just by chance, by circumstance, or by just 
uh, immense desire that this service is called our healing and restoration service. I believe in other truth. There is something that has to do with healing and restoration around this particular service as we gather before the Lord. I can't overemphasize the import and the importance of healing. Next to salvation, perhaps one of the greatest blessings and the privileges of a believer is to walk in health and divine healing. I have lived a few short years, 53 plus now, and I've seen people go through very, very difficult moments as they are challenged in their health. Quite interestingly, also, in the journey of my life here on the earth, I've faced quite a few bouts with my health. Likewise, my wife. So we greatly emphasize healing and health. I've been ill. I'm well. To be well is better. Praise God. And I believe you know already it is the Father's good desire, his good desire, his plans and desire to give you the child of God, the kingdom of God. He desires for you to walk well, to be whole. The truth is, Jesus came not just to pay a partial price for redemption. He came to pay the full price for the full price. John 10, 10, the threefold mandate of Satan. He comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life in abundance. What the master came to make available for you and for me is not just life, not 50-50, not 70-30, not 80-20, not 90-10, but 100% life, life in abundance, life to the overflow, life that you walk in, that you have more than enough to share, to dispense to those around you, life to the overflow. We see God begin to express his desire, his will for believers in 3 John 2. Says, I, I would, I desire that, that, you, that you, you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospereth. We see in Psalm 103 from verses 1 to 5, some of the blessings or benefits of redemption. One of which is health. He says, forget not his benefits. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness, but first of all, he forgives you of all your iniquities and then he heals you of all your diseases. Not just some. Not just some. But you see, it's one thing for blessings and gifts to be made available, it's another for you to receive what was made available. There is no guarantee if I hand over this handkerchief of flannel to Pastor Danderson now, he's not compelled to receive. I'm giving, I've extended my hands towards him, but he's not compelled to receive. He must be willing to extend his hand to receive what I have given in turn. Jesus came to give you all things truly to enjoy. He is the epitome of life. yeah, yeah. He's a carrier. He's the epitome of life. He carries the zoe of God, the God quality of life. Say, so I've come not to push you down. I've come to lift you. I've come to give you life. But you see, there is a way we receive things from the realm of the spirit. In the natural, it takes your physical hand being outstretched to receive something. But in the spirit, listen carefully, the way to receive in the spirit is by faith. So, faith is the hand that receives what grace makes available. Bible declares in Ephesians 2 verse 8, For by grace are you saved through faith. <laughs> You're saved by grace through faith. So, faith is the hand that receives what grace makes available. And grace has made all Things available, including your health. I pray under this open heavens this Sunday morning that somebody's faith will rise to lay hold on what belongs to you. Power belongs to you. Strength belongs to you. Anointing belongs to you. Blessings, they belong to you. But you've got to take it by faith. I read in Mark 5, about the story about a man called Jairus. 
Jairus on a particular day went to meet Jesus and, and he placed a demand on Jesus to come to his house to heal the daughter. My God. And Jesus responded positively to the desire and demand of Jairus. Jesus began to go to the house of Jairus. But along the way, there was an interception. There was an interruption. I pray this morning, somebody's faith will be higher than the faith of Jairus that you intercept and interrupt the master. I don't know whether you heard me. There was a woman we know as the woman with the issue of blood. 12 years, gone through a mess, went to the best of doctors, nothing better, grew worse, spent her money, nothing better. But she heard on a day that Jesus, the great physician, was passing by. In the case of Jairus, Jairus said, come with me to my house. In the case of this woman who was desperate, conduct. You see, the issue is sometimes we are not desperate enough for a move of God in our lives. We're too full. We're too satisfied. We have too much. <laughs> have you ever seen somebody desperate? He said, desperate people do desperate things. Mm. And until we, as the body of Christ, are desperate for revival, desperate for a move of God, we ain't going to see it. And it's in the place of prayer you steer hunger for more of God. Can I beg you, beseech you, tell God something. Let me never get satisfied of you. Let me never come to a point where I feel I'm full. Let me always hungry or hunger for your bigger part. Let there be something in me that is dissatisfied with the status quo. Why? Walking with God guarantees you going from grace to grace, glory to glory. If you're really walking with God, you know that tomorrow is better than today. No matter how wonderful today is, listen, as wonderful as this hall is, hi-ya-ya, compared to what God has for you and for me in this fifth year this will be nothing but a dress rehearsal listen your future is bright ha, don't plateau where you are no there's much more in front of you in God pray never to get satisfied as far as God and the things of God are concerned this woman said no I don't need you to come to my house all I'm going to do is to touch you ah yeah 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 she touched, not Jesus, she touched the hem of his garment. She touched something that was touching Jesus. Her faith was so ignited that she did not ask permission from Jesus. She simply moved by faith and touched the hem of his garment. And the Bible says, Immediately, immediately, the issue of blood dried up instantly. By the mercy, by the grace of God, may somebody who is going to extend your faith to touch the healing virtues of Jesus flowing in this hall right now, may that issue that marital issue that financial issue that mental issue it seems you're losing your mind you're losing your memory whatever the issue is may that issue be turned for a testimony right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by faith by faith by faith she didn't take permission faith moved Beloved, it is our responsibility as believers to receive by faith what God has made available by grace. Ephesians 1.3 says, We have been blessed with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Somebody said, I am blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. But such a blessing may not be made concrete, material, visible until you learn how to move from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the natural. By faith. By faith. Healing is God's will for you. Yes. 
Say a big amen. That statement sounds very simple, very casual, but you see, understanding that statement, listen, is the key of your faith rising. Listen carefully. Where the will of God is known, faith rises. Do you hear me? Write down. Where the will of God over a matter is known, faith rises. Faith is present. Where the will of God is not known, doubt persists. Until you know it's God's will for you to be healed, God's will for you to be married, God's will for you to be fruitful, you will struggle to believe God. It's been said, what God says to one, he says to another. In Matthew 8, a leper came to meet Jesus, asking the master whether it was his will to be healed. Matthew 8, 1 to 3. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him, and behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean, my God. And immediately, his leprosy was not. Now, 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 if it's God's will for this leper to be healed, it is God's will for you to be healed. Say amen. Let your faith rise, say amen. amen. Remember, where God's will is known, faith rises. Very important statement. So it is God's will for you to be healed. You see, if you don't know this, the devil will cheat you out of receiving what is your right and inheritance in Christ. Maybe God is testing me to be humble. Maybe God is trying me. Maybe he's breaking me. No, sir. I have four children. I've never wished them to be sick so they can learn mathematics. Or to learn humility. Let so and so get cancer. So you can learn how to be humble. Why? That's demonic. If me as an earthly father being evil compared to God. Would not want my, sick, my child to be sick. To learn patience. Or to learn faithfulness. To learn love. To learn authority. How do you think God. How do you think God. Will want to train you. In the school of humility by being sick. So I'm just going through this thing. It's just, just, to, just to humble me. No, you may become humble. It wasn't to humble you. God does not need to employ his enemy to train his own children. No, sir. It's error. He knows how to train you. Train a child in the way he wants to go. God, God knows how to train you. His primary way of training you is through the word and the spirit. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He leads me beside the still waters. He says, he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear the That with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The rod is his word. The staff is the Holy Ghost. The primary way of God's teaching is the rod and the staff. The rod is the word. He will set his rod out of sound. It's his word. The staff is the Holy Ghost. Except another child of God. So my children or my sheep hear my voice. Praise God. So establish number one. Healing is God's will for you. Say with me. Healing is God's will for me. I agree with God. But healing is my right and my privilege as a child of the living God. Amen. You know this healing seems so dear to the heart of the father listen please that God has set in motion different avenues and methods for healing to be administered it's amazing prayer of agreement can I agree with brother Danderson about your health get into the word of the law believing God's word concerning you by the spoken word, by the anointed, Psalm 10720, he sent his word, his word healed them and delivered them from their destructions. By the laying on of hands, the ordinance, healing can be ministered. By the anointing all, healing can be administered. By the gift of the spirit, there are nine gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, healing can be administered. So there are various methods in scripture that God has made available because he wants you well. Why? Listen. <laughs> Your body is your 
legal passport to be here on the earth. The moment your passport is injured, you may be checking out. Yeah. So, the weller, that's my English now, prophetic, the well, the well, the weller, that's my English, don't worry, I coined it, it's my dictionary. The weller you are, the more effective you are to the king and the kingdom. You think straight. <laughs> Hallelujah. God wants you well. God wants you whole. Praise God. I want to look at the ministry of the Holy Spirit as relating to ministering divine healing and health. Holy Spirit, my helper and my healer. We'll see two dimensions of the Holy Spirit. Number one, his person. Say with me, his person. Number two, his power. I didn't hear you. His person and his power. We'll look at his person. The Holy Spirit is not a feeling, a falling, goosebump, a what, it, or if. Is a person. Is as much a person as God the Father is and God the Son is. The person, the person. And the people have certain characteristics. It's a person. One of the characteristics of the Holy Spirit is this. He is called by name our comforter. He's called many names such as helper, advocate, intercessor, standby. Many more. But I want to look at helper today. It's our help. He's given to us to help us and to bring about comfort to our lives. Yes. Oh, yes. And if you're sick, you're not really comfortable. And part of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to bring about comfort. Comfort is not only something he ministers to one who is emotionally drained. Who's going through a moment of sorrow. So it comforts your heart, your mind. No, he also brings comfort to your body. Huh. So a helper. So a comforter. John 14, 16 says, And I will pray the Father, the words of Jesus, and he, will, he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. Underscore that phrase, the spirit of truth. It's very important. Whom the world cannot receive. Unbelievers can't receive the Holy Ghost. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Is a him, not it. But you know him. For he dwells in you, or dwells with you, and shall be in you. Verse 25 of the same John 14, 26. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, guess what? He shall teach you all things. Remember, we saw earlier, he's called the Spirit of Truth. We see here that he said, he's said to be our teacher. He will teach us all things. Then he will bring all things to our remembrance, whatever Jesus has said unto us. So the Holy Spirit is called our comforter, but also the same person who is our comforter is also called our teacher. It's our teacher. He is the one that is given to us to bring about illumination, revelation, and understanding. The word of God will continue to look like abstract Greek and Hebrew until the Holy Spirit brings helps to bring about illumination to us. <laughs> if the Holy Spirit doesn't on earth unveil the word, you remain at the level of the letter and the letter can heal. It takes the Spirit of God to help you go beyond the letter to touch the Spirit 
and is the spirit that has the ability to give life and to heal and deliver. In the words of Jesus, in John 63, it says, the words I speak unto you, they are what? Spirits and they're alive. But the spirit is not found on the surface. It takes the Holy Spirit to take us beneath the letter to engage light in the word. The Bible declares in John 1, 5 that the light shineth in darkness and the darkness could not comprehend it. Listen. Until light comes, darkness is in charge. Please listen. Until light shows up, darkness is in control. So, darkness is not a proof of the superiority of light. Darkness is simply a proof of the absence of light. Are you here? So, when light is introduced, darkness recedes. So, if there's darkness, the answer is bring light. And the devil operates largely in the region of darkness. Sickness is in the region of darkness. Failure is in the region of darkness. Defeat in the region of darkness. Weakness in the region of darkness. But when light shines, darkness surrenders. Uh, I pray, Kondayata, as a light of God's glorious gospel is released to you this beautiful Sunday morning that every iota, every trace of the darkness looming, hanging over you, Kota, is receding and given up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 119 verse 130, the entrance, Kula, there must be an entrance. The entrance of the word gives light, gives understanding to the simple. Beloved, what you need is light. As long as you are in the region of darkness, you, you're going to be suffering. <laughs> Great man of God, one of my foremost mentors says, says every man's mountain is traceable to his own ignorance. It's not that the sickness is that powerful. No, it's ignorance. The more light we know, the smaller our mountain will become. The mountain grows as big as we are ignorant. In the words of Jesus, John 8, 31 and 32. If you continue in my word, the key word there is continue. He spoke to believers. If you continue in my word, then you shall be my disciple. 32 says, then you will know the truth. And the truth you know will make you free. Beloved, we're called to be spiritual archaeologists. We're called to, to take this Bible on a search and on a discovery. Because the more truth and the more light you discover, listen, 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 it guarantees you of recovery of lost grounds. Are you here? The enemy is not as powerful as he makes us believe. No. 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 What's with it is more light. And light must enter. The entrance of the, of, of the word gives light. The entrance, the entrance, the entrance, the entrance. That word entrance reminds me of a doctor giving you the injection. There was that injection. The entrance. Until it enters you, darkness is trying to claim to be in charge. Today, by the mercy of the Lord, as illumination is coming your way, I see the sickness, the disease, the weakness, the failure that seem to run wild in the region of darkness. I see all of them let you go in the name of Jesus Christ. You're coming out free. You're going through the Red Sea clean short, dry short. Hallelujah. 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 You're coming out of that prison of fear. Mm. But you will die premature. You will never have your baby. Never be married. Because in your genealogy, it is so. No, sir. You are of a different order. Are you born again? You are born again by the sperma of God. What is that? Seed. Seed. 
seed, seed, seed is sperm. We are born again by the incorruptible seed of God's word. You're not here, you're an alien. Are you here? It takes illumination. And the Holy Ghost, one of his ministry is to bring about illumination as a person. First Corinthians 2 9. Let's go there. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God aha, hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things. Of God. The Holy Spirit is the one to help you and I to search the deep things of God. As a person, he brings light and illumination. Hear what the Bible says in Hosea 4 6. My people, <laughs> God's own people, they are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. My people! So light is the answer to darkness. Please write down Proverbs 4.20. We're still looking at the nature of the person of the Holy Ghost. In the brevity of the moment we have. Please write Proverbs 4.20.22. My son... Attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. What are we to attend to? To what? To the word of God. This is attend to my words. Tell me words. Huh. One word will heal you. Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent his word. Huh? And his word healed. And delivered them from what? Their destructions. So the sent word will heal. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. But he's received words will maintain good health. Oh, may God give you understanding. That means the more of the word that brought healing comes my way, that same word will sustain candokolataya. Divine healing is good, divine health is better. You know why I'm saying this? So that you don't feel, man of God, I'm well. I don't need this message. I don't have sickness. No, sir. No, sir. The same one that heals the sick makes the well weller. You can be weller. You can be stronger. You can be healthier. You know, some people are not sick, but they're not well. They're not sick, but they're not well. I can't tell my body. It's one kind. I'm not sick, but I don't know. No, you should be well and weller. So the more you clear your ears, the more of this. You become stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. I see somebody getting momentum today. The Bible declares in Psalm 84 verse 7, uh, For though they appear before God in Zion, they go from strength to strength. Guess who? Every one of them. Not some. Once you, you can appear to Zion, you're going what? from strength to strength. To strength, to strength. You are leaving this atmosphere stronger. You are leaving this atmosphere weller. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mind sharper, kidney vibrant, liver functioning well, bone structure aligning, every internal organ functioning properly. Why? And the instance of the word that carries healing properties. Receive healing now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. One word healed. Plenty words sustains healing. Divine healing is good. Divine health is what? 
letter. There are those who have been living their life like stones for years. There's been no recourse for divine healing because they are well. Praise God. May God bring us to that dimension in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shout a big amen. Shout a big, big, big amen. All right, so we see as a, as a person, part of the ministry of the Holy Ghost to bring about health, listen carefully, is to bring about illumination. It's called the spirit of truth, revelation of what we have already, our redemptive rights. When we see it, we believe it, we walk in it. The other way the Holy Spirit, as a person, ministers to our healing and well-being, listen carefully, is by revealing the word of God to us, right? And when he does that, guess what? There becomes an impartation of the very life of God in us. Hear this. 2 Peter 1 verse 4. 2 Peter 1 verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. <laughs> that by these you might be partakers of what? Oh, come on church. Of what? You and me, divine nature. Are you for real? Divine nature? is not heresy. It's not error. No, sir. It says, let's go again. Whereby are given unto us exceeding what? Great and what? Precious. What are they? Promises. That what? That by these you might be partakers of what? Is divine nature sick? Oh, come on. Is divine nature sick? Never. <laughs> That's what you receive. Now, the question is, how do you receive the divine nature? Let's continue. Verse 5. Having escaped the corruption that is in this world through loss. Verse 5. I can go to verse 3. According, this is before, right? This is before here. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and goodness. That's the word I'm looking for. Through the knowledge. Through the what? Say with me. Through the knowledge. Of who? Of Jesus. That hath called us to glory and virtue. So by the knowledge of Jesus, revealed by the Holy Ghost, what happens? We receive again his divine nature. So when light comes on any scripture, the life there jumps in you and his divine nature is infused into you again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're not gathering revelation for sake of I, I can preach, I can teach. No, sir. As you have revelation, it releases in you a measure of the divine nature to live what you have been revealed. Praise God. Now, I want us to go to Job very quickly. Job 33. There is a picture I want to attempt to paint in our minds by the help of the Holy Ghost. Job 33, verses 23, 24, and 25. If there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto men his uprightness. So the key is a messenger that will interpret. Wow. Then he is gracious unto him and saith, deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Say with me, ransom. Say with me, ransom. Jesus said, I've come to you not to be served, but to serve you and to give myself as a ransom to many. So who's the ransom? Oh, come on. Who's the ransom? Ransom is the one who takes your place in redemption. So if Jesus is a ransom, we need a messenger to help us interpret our redemptive rights. And that messenger is who? The Holy Spirit. He's our teacher. Praise God. So he comes to illuminate to us what God has made available 
through redemption by Christ's birth, death, resurrection. So Christ is the ransom. The Holy Ghost is the messenger with the interpretation. But hear this now. So when the Holy Ghost brings light, what happens is this. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. That's restoration. This guy was a sick guy. If you read it, his bone is out, he's gaunt, he's skinny, he's on his way to death. But he said, if only we can find, oh, Yakamalagada, an interpreter to show us our rights. Here, I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. Guess what? He shall return. You shall return to the days of your youth. 70 year old mama, return to the days of your youth. 80 year old grandpa in church, you shall return to the days of your youth. That one living under one bondage, one sickness, one disease, you shall return to the days of your how will you return when the interpreter reveals you your right your right standing as one blood bought blood washed free of guilt and condemnation when the holy ghost will illuminate your mind with who you are in christ that you got one within you call the holy ghost romans 8 11 if the same spirit kopala that raised christos from the grave not lazarus no sir not the woman with a uh, uh, name no sir not even the one that elastic bones brought back to life and died again no sir but there is one that rose from the grave and never died again the bible says he was raised by the spirit of holiness by the holy ghost jesus came back from the grave the bible says if the same not a different one not a duplicate not an imitation not a copy no sir if the same corner spirits malupeke that rose christ from the dead if he resides in you he's doing something in you he is quickening the word quicken means to make alive the Holy Ghost within you is quickening your bones, your tissues, your joints, your ligaments, your heart, your thyroid glands, whatever. Somebody shout, Holy Spirit. My quickener, quicken me once again. Quicken my mind. Quicken my heart. Quicken my kidney. Quicken my liver. Quicken my pancreas. Quicken my thyroid glands, quicken my brain, quicken my bones, my joint, my ligament, my muscles. Holy Ghost, my helper, my healer, quicken me now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk briefly about his power dimension. We've seen his person. Now we want to see his power. 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 Matthew 3, 11, 12. Ah, yeah, yeah. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance <laughs> but he that cometh after me is mightier 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 than I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost <laughs> And with fire, 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 fire. Whose fan? Whose what? Fan is in his hand. 
he will thoroughly purge his flaw. That's the Holy Ghost ministry. And gather his wheat into the gunner. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. How you took a neck of them also. The Holy Ghost has a fire in his hand. <laughs> when he's allowed to come into you, he blows. He blows away the debris causing sickness. He blows away the yama yama jati jati. He blows them away. Then he will begin to gather the things that are within you. Preserve your internal organ. So in the blowing the chaff, your heart is intact. Your kidney is intact. Your liver is intact. Your brain cells are intact. After he blows away the chaff, he gathers the chaff, cancer, HIV, typhoid, tuberculosis. Guess what? He sets them ablaze. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, like a fan, will come into you now. Begin to blow. Begin to blow. Begin to blow. Blow. Begin to blow. Begin to blow. Blow. I want you to see that as this paper left the plate, Kando Kata, every disease causing germ within you, but the ministry of the fan of the Holy Ghost has been blown away. He will gather the wheat, preserve it, protect it, keep it, but he will gather all the chaff, set them ablaze by the mercy of the Lord. Every disease causing germ in you by the ministry of the fan of the Holy Ghost be blown away. By the ministry of the fire dimension of the Holy Ghost be consumed with unquenchable fire. In the name of Jesus. Power dimension of the Holy Ghost. Close with this in mind and we'll pray. The other dimension of power is the dimension of the anointing oil or the anointing. <laughs> the oil is a mystery. The oil is a mystery. It's a mystery. What you see in a bottle, you bought it 10 naira from the market. <laughs> when the breath Kuskropandaya. When the word of God enters the bottle, it becomes a mystery product. It wasn't just oil that came upon David. First Samuel 16, 12, 13, there about it says, In the day that David was anointed, the Spirit of God came upon him. It's beyond oil. It's a mystery. <laughs> this morning, as the ushers, the staff, the leaders, as you go out of the hall this morning, you will do one more thing. One more thing. In addition to coming, you do one more thing. Put your feet, your finger, into those bowls. Kumalakata. Place on your head a way out, and decree and declare. By the virtue of the anointing oil upon me today, no yoke can stand. Not today, not in February, not for the rest of the year. Release, release mind-boggling proclamation. Tell the enemy, I'm too anointed to be annoyed. I am too blessed to be stressed. I'm too lifted to come down again. By the virtue of the oil upon your head. Shall yes, 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 yes. I say at 1027, it is the anointing that breaks the yokes and liberates, liberates. The definition of the anointing is a yoke destroying, burden lifting power of God. Please.
don't just do it religiously eh, they said no 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 your little finger bam, boom, it is done they come too slippery to the force of darkness as the spirit came upon david when he was anointed with a vial of oil a horn of oil may the spirit afresh afresh renew your walk with him afresh 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 his fire and his fire hallelujah hallelujah father we thank you we'll give you praise we'll give you praise we'll give you praise we'll give you praise the Bible declares in Exodus 23, 25, because of time, and you shall serve the Lord your God. You shall bless thy bread and thy water. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast the young. Not be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. On the place of communion table, healing is administered. Rise on your feet very quickly. Very quickly. Can you begin to talk to your father in heaven right now? Anyways, you know that you need to make peace. Talk to him. The Bible says as we come before him, we should examine ourselves before the Lord. And if you're here, you're not born again, please give me the honor to lead you to Christ very quickly. Church, let's pray online, on site. Let's pray together as a family. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart, Lamb of glory, as I invite you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, I decree and declare, you are the Lord and the Savior of my life. I am blood washed, blood bought. Child of the living God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.